ओके फोटोग्राफी विद Fuji film analog camera, which my dad owned. It was a film camera with film rolls, and I would take photographs of spiders and flowers and my parents and portraits and things like that on that. And whatever pocket money I got, I would buy film rolls and develop, uh, get those developed. So that's what I started with. And I used to take copious notes. You know, like every time I got a print. Behind that print, I would write. You know what was the what was the aperture I shot it at? What was the shutter speed? Because I would have taken notes like in a diary. So every time I took a picture, I would see what are the settings and I would write it down. Sounds really tedious because, but because those days you didn't know. I mean, there was no way to go back and check EXIF data. So that's what I did. Okay, that's what I started with. And soon enough, I was hankering my folks saying, "I, मुझे कैमरा चाहिए. I need a camera. I need a camera." So they got me like a really कैंटीन में मिलता था उस टाइम इट वॉज अ पॉइंट एंड शूट प्लास्टिक केस आई फॉट वट ब्रांड इट वॉज बट इट वॉज ब्लैक एंड कलर एंड इट हैड अ फ्लैश ऑन टॉप ऑफ हेट एंड यू जस्ट ओपन द बैक यू पुट इन अ फिल्म रोल एंड यू जस्ट शॉट लाइक यू कुड इट वॉज लाइक अ स्मॉल पॉइंट एंड शूट एंड आई लव दैट कैमरा ओके सो दैट्स वॉट आई यूज नेक्स्ट देन आई गॉट अनादर सिमिलर वन विच इज रेड इन कलर बट अगेन दैट वॉज अ डब्बा दैट वॉज अ प्रॉपर प्लास्टिक पॉइंट एंड शूट कैमरा एंड आई टुक इट टू यू नाइस टिक इट टू स्कूल आई टिक इट टू कॉलेज देन देन आई बॉट अफ्टर आई स्टार्टेड वर्किंग माई फर्स्ट डिजिटल कैमरा वॉज अ सोनी इट वॉज अ स्मॉल ग्रे सिल्वर ग्रे ट्राइंगल थिंग एंड इट वॉज आई थिंक ट्वेल्व मेगा पिक्सल्स एंड इट वॉज एक्सलेंट आई यूज टू यूज इट फॉर एवरीथिंग आई इवन टू किट टू माई हनी मून वेर यूज इट बट आई डिड हैव एन अदर कैमरा एट दैट टाइम बट इट वॉज रियली कन्वीनियंट यू कूड टेक लाइक सेल्फीज विद इट एंड आई यूज द कैमरा फॉर द लॉन्गेस्ट टाइम टिल आई लेफ्ट इट ऑन अ प्लेन एंड नेवर गॉट इट बैक देन इन टू थाउजेंड एंड is when i was considering buying a dslr because they were finally affordable in a way and nikon had come out with the d90 at that point which in india was available just the body was available for some 97000 and i couldn't afford it so i was lamenting that to a friend on facebook and he was in australia and uh, it was around christmas and he was going to come to india and he he told me that it was available in stores in australia due to the christmas sale for only 53000 rupees i told him to get it <laughs> so he got that for me and that's that's when i started photographing some weddings i photographed my sister's wedding so it started with the nikon d90 but I mean, I had looked. I used to read. I still read a lot of KenRockwell.com. That's K-E-N-R-O-C-K-W-E-L-L.com for camera recommendations. And I agree with him. He he's of the opinion that you make the best of what you have. And I realized early on that instead of investing in a really high-end full-frame camera, I would be better off if I saved up and invested in good lenses first. 
and if if you have a good lens even if you have a very basic body you will still get great results so i actually ended up investing the first lens that i bought was the i mean obviously with the camera with the d90 i got the horrendous 1855 it was terrible i mean i wouldn't touch the lens now but that was what was available those days so i took it uh but the first lens that i bought was the 2470 f2.8 and i have used that lens 90% of the time to photograph weddings to photograph uh events for luxury brands to do my blogging that's the lens i started with and i still have it and it's excellent the second lens that i bought was the 70 200 2.8 and the third one that i bought was the 1424 uh, f2.8 so these are all nikkor um then um so i had the lenses like the holy trinity of lenses at from 14 uh, mm to 200 mm i was set and it was 2.8 so it was like oh excellent and they cover 90% of your needs and you know you can um, i mean unless you're a professional like a sports photographer but you know that's your bread and butter and you need to get those images then you maybe need like a really high end uh, camera but so then i eventually got to a point where i was like wait i think now because i'm shooting so much for clients i need a slightly better camera actually that time i was doing more weddings so the second camera that i bought a dslr was the d7000 i still have it uh, i've given the d90 to someone who's using it i have the d7000 um and i use those two because it's nice to have a backup camera when you're shooting a wedding it's not nice imagine you're shooting someone's wedding and your camera goes and you're like well wedding's not being shot anymore so the d7000 was supposed to be a backup camera eventually i felt the need that i should have a full frame so the d800 had just launched nikon again so i bought the d800 and uh, then i realized i needed a backup full frame camera so then i bought the d810 so that's those are primarily the so now when i go for a shoot i'm using the d800 uh, as a backup and the d810 and i also have a really cheap plastic um 50mm 1.8 lens which costs like 5 6000 rupees but it you can shoot with it and uh, you know if 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 you know how to use the lens you can use it really well um what has happened in i think in the last Uh, since fuji came out with the fuji film x100 i have kind of started thinking of switching my entire uh, bag to just fuji cameras smaller ones instead of carrying around the nikon ones because they're really heavy um but i still haven't gotten to that point because the quality is still different it's not the same um i have the fuji film x100 which is a battered camera by now because i've carried it with me everywhere it's small it has a fixed 23 mm lens on it um it's great it produces great straight out of camera jpeg photos as well and i love that uh, and i use it a lot i mean when i know i'm not uh, when i'm just shooting personal stories for the blog or i it's it's really convenient you can take photographs and it's just it's a pain to focus it, it's always had that problem when it started but again if you're comfortable with it and you realize what's a good way to use it you can it's great Um another camera that I have these days in my bag is the Fujifilm X-T10 which the um uh, the Adobe Max event that happened in Los Angeles Adobe gave 
each person in the audience one of those cameras and it has an uh, 1855 lens on it and uh, it's it's a really really good camera but uh, i it, i don't like the jpegs it produces especially if it's on auto again if you put it on manual then every camera is excellent uh, if you because you get then able to figure out how to use the camera so that's 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 the latest camera that i have and i've used it on client shoots already and i've shot street style on it already so it's yeah i mean th those are the things that i have in my camera bag right now and when i have to decide what camera should i take trust me it's not easy it's the same all you photographers know how it is you're like but what if i want if i need to shoot a subject that's far away and then oh what if i want to shoot you know wide and what if i want to get like a macro shot so oh i need all my lenses so no <laughs> it it depends on the assignment it depends on uh, the subjects majority of the subjects it depends on the scope it depends on how much money you're being paid it depends on where the images are going to be used eventually if if it's a hoarding then you need a certain quality you can't use a small camera if it's only for the blog then what i've i've used the phone so many times the htc1 m8 i've used that so many times to do you know uh, gigs for the blog and um, it it works it works in almost all the cases i mean unless you're you know planning to uh, do a museum quality print then you need like a full frame camera with a really good sharp lens and you need to shoot in the correct lighting situations but otherwise just for daily life especially for bloggers etc phones these days are insane i mean you got some phones which have 21 megapixel cameras on them like i mean whatever i i don't really believe i'm not a hardcore megapixel person but when you enlarge a photo on uh, you know on your computer screen is when you can tell what has artifacts what's more pixelated and what are the cameras that will let you produce really large quality prints and uh, i've tried doing prints and i have cam i mean i have photos from the d90 that i've printed i have photos from the d800 810 i have photos that i've shot on the phone that i've printed so it really i mean you can do small prints you know of the photos that you get on the phone and but the fuji film x100 produces such yummy amazing photos i love that i don't really like the xt10 that much the quality of the jpegs in that it produces automatically are quite shit Uh, I tried photographing a fashion week on it, and the highlights were completely blown out. And then when I tried to edit it, they got a like a weird green, uh, green tint on the highlights. So that's not happening. But when I shoot manual on it and I shoot raw, then then it's great. Now the HTC One uh, A Nine, I just tested it yesterday and day before that it launched in India. That allows you to shoot pro. It you can shoot raw files in it. So I am really excited to try that out as well, and uh, the HTC One M8 that I'm recording this video on will probably be my dedicated device for videos from now on, unless the A9 is, which it does better quality videos. So let's see how that goes. But yeah, that's my camera bag. It's simple, basic. I usually just nowadays I sometimes just take my D800 or my D810, and the backup camera is a Fuji. um because it's my camera has never really failed and if it does i can always use the fuji and still produce great images and most clients can't tell the difference uh my type of clients because they don't need images like that they need great images for maybe producing a book and that the fuji does that even the htc could do that as long as the images are great there's a consistency that you followed in editing those images they you can you can you know because they should look like they all come from the same set they they should look like they come from the same set of 
images in the same story. So you have the same kind of post-production done on all of them. Uh, you're set. You can use pretty much any camera. Images need to be great. Uh, it's not the quality of the image, but the, the photo, the visual has to be great. And any camera can produce it. So all you people asking me what camera I should buy, like seriously, just what do you have right now? First, learn to make good images on that and uh, take it from there. Okay, so this is the video that answers the question, what's in my gear bag? And I'm going to call it that so that next time someone asks me, I can just send them a link to this. Thank you for listening. Bye.